It is time for the Friday wind out. I know we've all gotten worked up based on the previous hour, but now we're going to forget the world's problems. Or can you forget? No, we can't really forget. But we're going to turn our attention to other things. And music always helps to change the mood and the uh, the atmosphere in a room. And we're about to do just that. Here's one hit, right? It has been so big. I remember watching Idols last year, and it was really, really um, well featured on Idols as well. And South Africans have been dancing to this particular song. The Friday Wind Down. Kick off your weekend the right way. Yeah, Uncle Freddy, you, you're going straight into the weekend. Our Friday Wind Down guest is DJ Cleo. You did such an excellent job with that song. Good morning. Good morning to you. Good morning to the team again. Uh, good morning <laughs> to the listeners. Um, yeah, thanks for the opportunity. It's, it's great to be here. You know, walking in, you have an aura about your presence. You look like a biker guy. You're dressed in biker gear. Yeah, yeah. What's going on? Did you just go for a spin? What's happening? Um, I'm a biker daily, but it was also to ensure that I get here on time. Um, and I always tell my manager this and any host to say, don't check on me. Mm. I'll be there. I'll be there on time. Yeah. So, so how you get to meetings on time is you jump on the bike. If, well, you have to now uh, factor in traffic and Low load choice. shedding. Yeah. You know, but um, yes, I was here at uh, 5 to 10. I, I saw you came in here quite early. Have yeah. you always been this punctual? Always, yeah. Well, until, until my mother left me at home um, for a trip to Durban, Yaskolo, um, and... I missed it, and I started being punctual ever since. And this was 1991. Throw my name? Yeah. <laughs> you still haven't gotten over no, it. If no. you could, you would reverse time so that you could be on time for that trip. Yep. A, a, a good lesson from mom there. A very a good, good lesson, lesson from mom. Yeah, and um, uh, we're having this uh, discussion with Kanye uh, on our way up to say a good lesson for a lot of artists as well, mm, you know, because mm. um, they're never on time. Artists, you are lucky if they if they even pitch, you know. And um, it it breaks my heart to be, you know, to say those are my peers. But then I can I can also set myself apart from a lot of them by just doing me. And me is me being on time, being punctual, being professional. And here we are. Tell me a bit more about this coat, right? You're wearing this biker waist coat. I don't know what, if it has an, an official name maybe uh, that you can tell us about. It's full of little badges and, and yeah. souvenirs on it. What's going on? Um, this is my waistcoat. Um, in biker terminolo terminology, it's called colors. Okay. Um, so these are your biker colors. Yes. Ah. So basically, I, I see what you guys did there. Yeah. So I belong to the Escalini Motorcycle Charity Club, 
And yeah, this is me. This is where I've been in the last 16 years. Um, and I rep my colors. Don't you get scared being on the highways and byways of South Africa, biking through them? Oh, you mean the taxis? <laughs> um, yeah, it's scary. I mean, you're right, actually, even the the highways, because um, the potholes, I mean, I saw a pothole on on the N3. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not a pothole, but it was a manhole because uh, the lid was missing. Sure. You know, and um, it's scary, you know, but um, I'm a, though I'm an avid biker, I'm a defensive rider. You know, um, you the the risk is so high that you have to be mindful of your surroundings constantly, and yeah, so that's how we get from point A to point B. Know the road. If you don't know the route, um, just ride slower, extra slow. You know, if it's raining, you ride slower. You know, um, basics are key in 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 every situation. And my bike is a I've had it for sixteen years. It's a ZX six um others have bigger machines but this small bike reminds me every day that it can kill me so good to kick off the conversation with something perhaps that you didn't know about dj cleo the fact that he is not just a biking enthusiast but as you heard there he's an avid biker for 16 years now well we'll talk more about his latest degree you may have seen him getting no, the only the well, only okay we'll take a quick break more after this <laughs> Our music heritage, right here on the Friday Wind Down. Doing exactly that, and our guest for today is DJ Cleo. Lina Lagaro Leo Yes. Cleo uh, is short for Cleo. Is it Cleo Pass or Cleo Pa? Cleo Pass. Cleo Pass. Yes. Is it close? Is the is it the f- the male version of like a Cleopatra? Yes. Ah, yeah. ah, that's but beautiful. But uh, it's one of many because there's also Cleopas with a U, okay. which, which I will not pronounce the correct way because uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> we're on radio. Yeah. Um, and then there's also Cleophilus, and Cleopas with a P H U S. And why did your parents give you that name? Did you ever ask? No, I. Okay. Oh no no no. I know why. Okay. Caspedi. <clears throat> mm. uh, you sound pedi. I am pedi. Okay. Mm. The elders then name you the bride. Mm-hmm. But your name is Mewa. Yes. Yes. So ah. I was named after my father's older brother. Yes, his name is Cleopas. So it's inherited f- yes. effectively in your family. That's why you find that uh, the names sort of like rotate. Yeah, you know, it's so an incredibly unique name. And of, uh, sometimes what I found with a lot of the artists that we've hosted is that they don't always use their names when it comes to their, their stage names. You yeah. know, there's a Beyonce and Sasha Fierce. Yes. And there are many examples like that, even locally, yeah. Of, yeah. Of, of musicians DJ that Fresh. do that. Yes. yes. Uh, why did you decide to stick with your name? I guess because I had a shortened name already, <laughs> you know. Um, I, I, I don't want to sound smart and say I thought about it and to be original. <laughs> it wasn't that deep. <laughs> no, it wasn't that deep. But also it stood out enough. Mm. You know, it wasn't mm. like uh, uh, DJ Brian or DJ Mike, you know. So, yeah, 
and that's that's the only reasoning behind it really you've been in music and entertainment for a long time now i think 23 23 years Mm. so you've had the opportunity of seeing it go through various phases alongside the country you've seen it change you've seen it evolve how would you say that you are still able to keep making music today that can still be played on national radio and people can still enjoy it boils down to why i wanted to do this in the first place and Mm -hmm. those reasons haven't changed um i had two reasons really you know when i left home i wanted to be famous and i wanted to be be successful i've never heard anybody being as honest as you are right now (laughs) at least at the very least about the fact that they wanted to be famous yeah i wanted to be famous and i wanted to be successful Mm. but got the fame i didn't really know what i was signing up for Mm. you know um success wise um the, the the word success is 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 it subjective is that the term? Yes, 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 it is subjective. Yes, subjective. Yeah. You know, so uh, we all define success in different ways. But for me, to this to date, success is me having a hot song that people like. Mm-hmm. Yes, that for me that's success. So when I make music, I make music for it to be liked. What What's the formula that you've worked on that you have found is a winning formula? Speak to issues that people talk and discuss and go through every mm. day. Mm. That's it. That's the formula. So you have to be in touch with the people that of you're course. making music for. Of course. I mean, when I did um, the Facebook song, which is by far my most successful song commercially, mm. um, Facebook was the in thing then. Mm. You know, mm. uh, when I did Sissing Hamba Nawe, you know, one, I wasn't married at the time. So I was in prime position to sing about such, Mm, you know. mm. Um, But I also sang from a guy's point of view, from an honesty point of view, you know, and a lot of guys could relate to it, you know, and that's that, you know, it's, 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 it's issues that affect people. When I, when I, when I did this song that you just, that you started the show with, um, we were in the middle of a lockdown, Hmm. you know, lockdown was 2020. This song was released 2nd of Feb, 2021 mm, you know mm. and people were unsure about where we were going you know and people just wanted to survive the pandemic survive the sickness if you get it you mm. know because we were losing loved ones we were losing our favorite artists actors and so forth so the public resonated with the message to say jehovah somandla kina impiloyam keep my spare my life what does it take to translate life and ordinary life experiences into music the way that you do um it's the thought process behind it also mm. you know mm. um i find that a lot of there's a disconnect be- in in a lot of musicians there's a disconnect between reality mm. and the reality of who you are to people because we touch so many lives that we we most of whom we will never get to meet. And that's why to this day, every time someone comes up to me and they say, dog, I love your music. You know, I've been listening since I was young, blah, blah, blah. I never take it for granted. Mm. So the presence of mind to actually connect the two, to say there's reality and there's the reality of who you are. So connect the two because who you are 
must resonate or rather reality sing about reality so that your music resonates with yes the people that you're making that music for yes it, it takes quite a lot of intuition i think dj cleo because you're talking about it yes it sounds simple but you have to be quite intuitive uh, yes. to actually be able to understand what is the feeling of people right now yeah. How, what is it that people are going through and right now yes i might sound like someone may, might argue to say yeah Mar, he speaks from a point of privilege because he's made it mm. and yes i will agree or i wasn't as smart when i started mm. i might mm. sound smarter now but i wasn't this as i wasn't as smart when i started but i was smart mm. Mm. not as smart but i was smart and, and now you're even smarter after you've well, well <laughs> Well, <laughs> we're going to talk about that in a moment. It's 11.30, time for the latest news head. Hashtag SFM Talking Point. I ask Kathy and your team and South Africans, you don't know what is happening in the car. You know, Kiasaka. So I hope I won't be disfellowshipped because of this comment that I'm making. <laughs> oh, what a music. And thank you very much, Bratlio. That one, ah. That one is powerful. It's powerful. Okay, thank you so much for joining Moka Studio. Thank you, guys. Yeah, no, let's just change the mood. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Sisi Kathy. Good morning to your kids. Good morning to our supportive team in studio. Good morning to our all our SFM listeners. It's Friday, Friday, Friday. Uncle JJ, yes, Uncle JJ, the truck driver. Hey. Good morning to DJ Cleo. DJ Cleo, now you want us to be arrested. Now we're gonna drink and drive these tracks because of your music. Wow, 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 wow. Cleo, keep it up, keep it up. I like your music, my brother. I like your music. Though I will not drink and drive, but yo, it will force us because your music is cool. Keep it up, don't give up. We support you. Hey, morning, morning, Kathy. Hey, finally, you brought the man, the man, actually the best DJ in SA, period. Um, uh, Cleo, uh, how's it, bro? I hope you, you, you're good. I know you're good. Um, Kathy, I, I don't believe that guy. There's a question There's a question I always wanted to ask from DJ Cleo. Would he, if he really, really, really loved music, because you know what? The way he's been uh, the, the spending his time at one point is he's, he's leaving music for being a goal, to be a goalkeeper. One point is leaving music to study, and uh, I feel like if if he never left music, you know, Cleo, Cleo will be as big as Michael Jackson or Prince even, uh, because he got a, a good a good ear for music. So I want to find out from him what was his was music his first love because you know like. He, the guy is not he's doing music music thing part time, man. The Friday wind down. Kick off your weekend the right way. So you're sampling some music here. Yep. It's part yep. of your latest offerings. Never heard before on radio. It's not even out. I just thought, why not? You, you thought you'd just surprise us. You know? What is it about familiarity 
that, that that matters with songs like these because automatically you know you hear the song you think okay well i i know the song but yeah. you bring it in such a different way two things um it's easy on the ear but mm. also uh uh, capitalizing on the nostalgia part of yes, it. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. One of our listeners asked you on the, the voice note, you know. Before you, before him, is it Uncle JJ? Yes, Uncle, Uncle JJ. Uncle JJ, you can't drink and drive, please. <laughs> you can't drink and drive. We need you to still be sending voice notes to this station 10 years from now. So please, focus. <laughs> Absolutely, Uncle JJ. Although he did acknowledge that he won't drink and drive, but... We're watching you, Uncle JJ. One of our other listeners um, mm. pointed out this 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 fact, and, and I found it quite interesting as as he was as he was speaking about it. The fact that you are not just a musician. You walk in here, I see your biking uh, waistcoat, and we start talking about it. Yeah. And you know, you have this hobby that's also part of your life that you're committed to. On the other end, however. You have your co your calf coaching license or licenses that you've been busy with. There, there's a lot that that you do, yeah. and all of it looked at individually can suggest something about an individual. But looked at it holistically, it can be like, but who is this person? So many different facets to who you are. Um, I've, I'm one person who's never been shy to go for what I want mm. or who I want. Mm. Um, so yes, catch, catch, CAFS D license in the bag, CAFS C license in the bag. I need to do my CAF B license. I need to finish my pilot's license, um, degree in the bag, uh, some awards, Metro FM awards, Channel o awards in the bag. I'm now going for the Grammy and that's my headspace. That's where I'm at. And I give myself two to three years to get a Grammy. Mm. And I'm putting it out there into the universe and I'm working on it. Somebody, I think it was the same listener who says, sometimes they feel like you're doing music part-time. Is that the case? In the last 10 years, at some point music was part-time. Mm. At some point it was full-time. At some point it was part-time. At some point it was full-time. Um, when I was doing the soccer thing, it was part, no, there was no music at all. I I was out and then I came back full time and then then I did the studies so music became part time so even that Klinimpiloyam was during the degree so it was during my part time time um, but I'm back full time now and I'm traveling a lot uh, gigs are coming in because um, I couldn't do gigs during mm -hmm. the degree you know so yeah I'm back in the music industry full-time. What do you want to do with the licenses, the CAF licenses? What's your ultimate goal there? Um, the ultimate goal is to do what our the systems in place are failing to do, which is nurture young talent mm -hmm. uh, from grassroots level um, in sports, uh, which is development. And also, I had a soccer team um, in the ABC Mutsepe League but COVID happened so we had to sell the team so going back there again um, in the future uh, and have be on the same wavelength as the mm. coaches mm. you know mm. coach Uskahira coach and then Aushasha mm. you know mm. just because you know nothing mm. and also just broaden my knowledge base I mean uh, I've, I still want to go back to school and, and, and do uh, my law degree 
because law is everywhere around us. You know, I've done commercial law, I've done psychology, not a degree, but I mean, as modules in school um, for a reason, you know, just to broaden my, broaden my knowledge base. And I'm still on that path. I need to finish my pilot's license. So I'm studying music part-time, not, not, not part-time, I'm studying music online, you know, because, again, to broaden my knowledge base. I, I, I was saying to you off-air that, that sometimes people with as varied interests as you have, um, especially when they're younger, are often diagnosed, at least in our age, mm. um, with having ADHD. Um, and, and, and you have a story about that. Yeah, I was diagnosed, um, I think, at age seven, eight, mm. um, to be ADD. I don't know what's the difference between ADD and ADHD, mm. but I know myself to be that. And over the years, I've seen how it's manifested um, into certain behaviors mm -hmm. and i've seen how people like me are looked at and judged and i got to understand myself and mm -hmm. as a result i've always tried to avoid distractions be it in school or anywhere so as a child i would be made to sit in front because i was disruptive you know um to the other kids and that became a part of me to a, to, to the point where even at gym in a spinning class or boot camp class, class, I'll stand in front. Um, during my degree, I'd always sit in front mm. so that everyone is behind me. Mm. Yeah, and I understand myself better. And such things, knowing yourself and self-awareness helps us break the cycle, you know, because uh, my kids could be like that. And then what? Am I also going to pass on the judgment? Mm. Do you find that that stigma came about as a as a result of people being aware of your clinical diagnosis, or that it was just based on how they were watching you respond to situations and then saying, uh, "This this doesn't make sense," or "This person doesn't make sense." That stig stigmas generally um, come from ignorance or mm. lack of knowledge mm. or lack of exposure mm. and this is why i'm on all these many paths of just gaining knowledge because mm. knowledge is power literally knowledge is power mm. you know so why would you deprive yourself of the ability to make better informed decisions you know or the ability to undertake um high level high level cognitive uh, processes, you know, which lead to then better decisions and high-level decisions, mm. you know. So um, I I really cannot, you know. Um, we were pre previously disadvantaged, and I'm just righting the wrongs of the past and righting the wrongs of the l little knowledge that my parents had. Yeah. You know, I grew up very hard, but my parents raised me the best way they knew how. The best way they knew, knew how. how. Yeah. Operative word, knew. You know, so even the things that, are, that, that they did that I disagree with, it's what they knew, you know. So I'm just on a journey of just enlightening myself. And that's what this podcast that I'm launching is about as well. Mm -hmm. And it would be nice to have you on the podcast as well and, and discuss the other you, you know, <laughs> the you that I was there afraid is, of. There, there is no other me. What mm, me is that? There is think? no other me. Mm. 
Moving along, Lunga in the Eastern Cape. Good morning, Lunga. <laughs> Hello, Lunga. Hello. Hi. <laughs> yes, sir. How are you? Right one, we just put. I know and I'm Nothing is impossible in this world. Sure. Alright. Alright, Butlunga. Uh, he called in just to say hi. Look at that. We'll take more of your calls. 086-000-2032. Is it, was it particularly hard for you to, to finish your degree? Was it hard to finish my degree? No. Mm. Yes and no. Yes, in a sense that I didn't have more than three years. Mm. So I was registered as part-time and they said, if you need to do it in three years, you can, but you just have to take all the modules, mm. which I did. And I didn't know what I was signing up for because yay, yay. Yeah, studying part-time is no easy feat. Studying, period, mm. you know. Mm. And um, I started the degree at a time when also my marriage was just um, not smooth sailing. And then lockdown happened and then, oh, my daughter, you know. So um, getting divorced mid-degree was the hardest thing for me during mm my academic journey, you know, and um, yeah, my first year marks were brilliant. Second year, which was the year of the separation, were horrible, mm. you know, and then um, I just, I just had to look deep within, you know, to say, why are you doing this? Mm. Why did you start this journey, you know, and um, what message is it, it going to send out there if you quit? You know, I'm not a quitter. And yeah, I went through, I think, I think there's different types of depression. I don't know, but it helps that I don't drink or smoke because, uh, one, I didn't have a masking agent, mm. you know, but also, um, uh, to, to have to go through depression only sober also is, is something else, mm. you know, but, um, it, our being sober also just meant that I know where I am, you know, you're depressed. Okay, cool. Shep, what are you doing about it? You know, you know you're not okay. What are you doing about it? What did you do about it? I had conversations with myself, you know, mm. um, necessary conversations because um, I also had to be... And in, in those conversations, I came to realize certain things that, that went wrong in my marriage, mm -hmm. you know. Um, um, certain things that... And I think this is a conversation I also need to address on the podcast, you know, um, because I think a lot of people get into marriage um, unaware of what they're getting into. <clears throat> um, and I think I'm one of those people, you know. Um, I loved my wife dearly and I would I would do anything to make her happy. And one of those things was um, put a ring on it because she wanted it, mm. you know. Did I want it? Not really, you know. Uh, pfft. I'm a guy, it's neither here nor there, you know, and 
it's 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 a long debate that we can that can take two weeks or longer. But uh, yeah, the the struggles that I went through was the main thing was the depression part, you know, and mm-hmm. how to get out of it. I mean, at one point I dropped out, um, and I came back. It took a phone call from my economics lecturer, uh, Miss Rahima Musa. You know, um, we were on the phone for about fifty three minutes, and she said. You are a loud mouth, and when you're not in class, we can tell. Mm. You know, are you okay? You know, and I got off that call energized and ready to go back into it. You know, did did, did you ever feel the need to reach out to a specialist or a, somebody who could help you through that depression? Brilliant question. Um, I didn't feel the need to reach out to anyone because I was very anti those people mm-hmm. you know and i think that's also where i went wrong in my marriage you see where my wife would then say you know let's go for counseling and i was very anti in my mind if you can love me how i want to be loved why would anyone tell you how to mm-hmm. you know or if i'm not good enough for you why would anyone make me good enough for you mm-hmm. you see and uh, my academic journey really, really opened me up to a lot of information, a lot of research, a lot of peer-reviewed um, articles and journals, which then opened my mind to a lot of things, you know. And I'm at a stage where I'm open to such. Um, I just did not do it during the degree also because I was afraid of relapsing mm. and and uh, endangering my, my journey. You know, mm, so mm. I met that I met that stage where counseling yes, definitely. Yeah, mm. uh, you know the reason I ask is because this conversation comes up so often, where people are afraid to reach out to professionals because there is this image or perception that okay, if I go to this person, then I'm acknowledging that. I actually have a problem and a, a real problem. And so, you know, it's almost like if I don't go, then my problem is not as big as I yeah, think it is, yeah. you know. So, so so it's always interesting to hear the, the thinking um, that, that sometimes goes into making a decision about whether to reach out or not. Yeah. And I'm glad that, that you see things differently now. For me, it wasn't acknowledging the problem really. Mm. Uh, Things I'm a critical thinker, so I, I would then ask myself, who do they speak to when they have problems? Mm-hmm. Those people that I must go consult with <laughs> because they are human too. Yes, yes, understand? yes. So yes. they're human, yes. So it means they are flawed, yes. So the likelihood is that they'll give me a flawed response or analysis of me. Understand? I, I can so. just imagine the debates. <laughs> <laughs> I can just imagine the debates that went on. Let me go to Mafike and Khotso. Good morning. Morning, Sister Katie. How are you? I'm well, thank you. I'm all right. I'm all right. Can I uh, kindly talk to the gentleman there? Go for it. Yeah, Mr. Will of Steel, how are you? Oh, I'm well on yourself, sir. I'm all right. I'm all right. You know, I've got only three questions for you. Why did you go with the name Will of Steel for your record label? Secondly, uh, from, from Ubriks, um and uh, your other hip-hop artists, who would you actually work with, you know, um, again? Uh, the third question is what type of bike do you drive? Uh, okay, cool. First question. Um, my mentor and role model, DJ Fresh, um, 
gave me an opportunity to release a song on one of his compilations, and the song was called Will of Steel. And it's hard to name instrumental songs because they don't have words. Understand? If a song sings about love, then you can maybe call it I Love You or whatever. So I just thought up a name and I thought, hmm, my will to succeed and get ahead is that of steel. You know, so because I'm I'm relentless and persistent like that. So that's how I came up with the name. Uh, question number two. Oh, sorry. That's how I came up with the name for the song. And then when I got royalties for that song, DJ Fresh forced me to register a company and corporatize myself. I then went with the name Will of Steel Productions. Question number two is uh, Brick Bricks. Yes. I would work with Bricks again. Um uh, we have a synergy, we have a vibe, and of all the artists that I've signed, I would work with him again. Um, question number three, what bike do I drive? I ride it, I don't drive it. <laughs> um, I don't want to uh, give mileage to the brands, but it's a, I have a super bike and a cruiser. Hotso, I, 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 I hope you're happy. Whatever that means, a super bike and a cruiser. Only the bikers yeah. will understand that language. Hey, All yeah, right, yeah, all right, Hotso. Thanks for calling oh, in. Thank you, Hotso. I'm going to move on to Tembisa. In Tembisa, is it Pedile? Good morning. How are you, Kevin? Hi. Good, man. It's Tedile. Tedile. Yes. Oh, okay. That sounds, yeah. Yeah, that sounds better. All right, Tedile, go for it. Yeah, <laughs> okay, I, I, yes, I just want to say something with the, the DJ Tio there. So, DJ Tio, my thing is, uh, I'm looking forward to see your big studio in Bulogwane, please. Big studio? Yes, recording studio. Why? Because uh, I, I saw a lot of uh, uh, guys in Limpopo are suffering. And I, th and I think as a legend, you might help them a lot. So in future, please help us to to have a studio in Bulogwane, recording studio. Uh, your concern is well noted and sure, challenge accepted. I like the fact that you said in future. Mm, mm. Yes. Yeah, uh, because right now, um, I don't know if I'd mentioned it here before, because we talk a lot of A, but right now the journey is the Grammy. Yes, and you did mention it. Yeah, so therefore... No distractions on my path to the Grammy. But, uh, yeah, your concern is well noted, Weshu. Uh, we'll do something about it. Okay, no problem. Anyway, I was just saying that. And then to Altukezi, uh, last time uh, I sent a note asking you the, the real name. So, Kasseret or Lina, so I give you now one reply, but can I tell you that you're Thank you. All right, Teddy. I've, I've, I've spoken about it before. My 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 second name Kimotlatlayo and Renaredi Nogo. And then Lina Lamatlaka la Lonanga no Salabal. Lamatlaka la Lily Finglue. We should have called this DJ, DJ Cleo Unmasked. You wanted us to play more songs, but you see now you've got a lot to say, which is probably why you, you're starting your own podcast. Yeah. So, what do we do? We've got two minutes left, and I also want to squeeze in um, one of one of your songs. So I'm giving you a minute 
to, to wrap cut, it up. Cut Blanche. You okay. know, I'm not even going to cue you. It's your minute. I'll sign do, off. Do, do, do with it what you want. Yeah. Um, yeah. So DJ Cleo live on SAFM. Thank you so much for the opportunity. And <laughs> I'm glad to be here to tell my story and impart knowledge and inspire. Um, for more, you can follow me on all my socials. It's at DJ Cleo one and the Escalini podcast is coming very soon. Remember, we aim, we're aim we not about controversy. We aim to enlighten and impart knowledge. And hopefully, says Kathy, will also be our guest. And I'm going to sign off with my song from my last album, which came out last year. It's called Balele. It's a remix of Buga Love's song. And yeah, thank you for the opportunity, guys. I really had a great time being here. Um, Let's go as, to the music, as, as, I guess. As, as you can tell, he, he's somebody who he doesn't even need to practice. He, he knows exactly what to do, how to do it, when to do it. That's where we leave it for the show. I can't believe the hour is up already. Guys, we're back with you on Monday, Monday morning, 9 to 12. DJ Cleo, it's been such a pleasure. We should have you back again. <laughs>